Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources, like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we'll hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. And now let us begin with an excerpt from our December 11th meditation preached by me, Jonathan Gaylord, during our evening love feast. And I don't know if you've ever had this experience or gotten to experience this recently, but when you go out in public with a baby, people treat you 180 degrees different from if you don't have a child with you. The first time uh, I took our oldest son, Henry, to Costco, it was like everybody was my friend all of a sudden. Like, we'd walk down the aisle, and he'd be in a stroller, and people would turn and look at him and smile, and like, uh, just an automatic conversation starter. I don't know what it is about babies that makes them and the people they're with infinitely approachable, but there's something there. And this year, as I read through the text for the love feast, uh, it's a lot about this, this light breaking into the world. The light came into the darkness. From Isaiah, it says the light came into the darkness, but the darkness did not overcome it. And for those of you who join us on Sunday mornings, might remember last week I preached on uh, 2 Timothy, which is not typically an Advent text, but it was just kind of where we were with our journey with Paul. But it turned out, I think, one of the most appropriate Advent texts I've ever, uh, I've ever read, because in it there's this line. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 16 says, It is he, Jesus, it is he alone who has immortality and dwells in unapproachable light. That phrase stuck out to me. I've read it before, must have many times, but that phrase, unapproachable light, especially in the midst of an Advent season, here is God, here is Jesus Christ, here is the one who created everything, the word that has come into the world, who was at the beginning with God. That word, that light has come into the world and the darkness did not overcome it. Sin and death does not overcome it. Here is this light that came into the world. I've heard these verses over and over and over again how Jesus Christ is light and love. And Paul lays it out so interestingly in 1 Timothy because he says that Jesus dwells in unapproachable light which is an amazing statement about who God is, about who Jesus Christ is, that Jesus Christ, the one who has immortality, the one who could sit in heaven from 
before the beginning of time until well after time has ended, that Jesus Christ who dwells in unapproachable light that we could never get to, that we could never reach for, that we could never grab, that Jesus Christ came into the world as a baby. And I don't think Mary and Joseph had Costco. But I can almost guarantee you that babies 2,000 years ago were just as approachable as babies are today. God went from being an unapproachable light and came down into this world the most approachable person. Dependent upon those around him to keep him alive. God, in that action, in that moment of Jesus' birth, shows us, shows us that he gets us, that he understands us, who we are and where we have been, and understands where we are going. This God who dwells in unapproachable light came into the world and said, I am with you. Emmanuel, God is with us. And as terrifying and as uncertain as having a child can be, deciding to have a child is fundamentally an act of hope. An act of hope that says tomorrow can be better than today. Their life can be better than mine. Bringing children into the world is fundamentally an act riddled with hope. And God sent his son, Jesus Christ, into the world, not fully formed, not just appearing one day in Bethlehem, but as a child. Because Jesus' birth 2,000 years ago, Jesus' birth in our hearts tonight is fundamentally about hope. That tomorrow can be better than today. As you read up, read up about what was happening in Israel right before Jesus' birth, it's, it's a mess. There's division, there's oppression, there's violence, there's hatred. There's all sorts of pain that Jesus steps into. And God steps in and says, tomorrow can be better. Eternity can be better. This is not how things have to be. And in our day, in our age, in our time, where we still struggle with division, where we still struggle with hatred, where we still struggle trying to decide who's in and who's out, when we still struggle trying to one-up our neighbors, where we still struggle trying to keep the shadow at bay. Christmas and Advent remind us that Jesus Christ has come into the world. Unapproachable light has approached us because tomorrow is a day filled with hope. Because tomorrow 
and tomorrow and tomorrow can be and will be better in and through Jesus Christ. Only the church is able to stand up with the Holy Spirit and say, God has come into this world. Christ has entered into my heart. The Holy Spirit lives in me. And I know that division and hatred and violence and sin and death have no place in the kingdom that is coming through this baby Jesus. Christ alone has immortality, Paul tells us, and dwells in unapproachable light. And yet, Christmas, Advent, the birth of Christ, is fundamentally an act of God having hope, of God giving us hope, of God saying that tomorrow is not today. Christmas light that was unapproachable has come to us. So brothers and sisters, in this time, may we find hope in Jesus Christ. May we grab hold of the promise of God. And may we follow Christ now and into the kingdom, proclaiming that the time has come when hatred and violence shall be no more, and we shall be people of the light, people of hope, people of the promise. When we proclaim to the world that we shall be people of a child born in Bethlehem to show us that tomorrow can be and will be better than today. Amen. Almighty God, as we pause in this time and in this season, give us your eyes to see, your ears to hear. Give us your heart to love one another. Holy God, be with us now in this moment of prayer. Prayerfully review your past week. What are you thankful for? Where did the Holy Spirit move? As you consider how you may have fallen short this past week, ask yourself these questions from John Wesley and the Holy Club. Did the Bible live in me today? Did I give it time to speak to me every day? Am I self-conscious, self-pitying, or self-justifying? As we look at the week that is to come, ask yourself these questions drawn from our worship services on December 11th. What from the story of the birth of Christ makes you happy, gives you joy? When you heard the story of the birth of Christ this year, was there anything that surprised you? What does the birth of Christ mean for you right now?
Almighty God, thank you for this opportunity to come before you today to pray and to praise your holy name. Thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ. Give us your love and your grace as we seek to understand and grow closer to you. Be with us now, Almighty God, and give us your wisdom to see your movement in our lives. And may we grow ever closer to you. Amen. As we prepare to return to the business of this day, hear this scripture from our choir cantata on the morning of December 11th, read by Zola Sheik. But you, Bethlehem, are one of the smallest towns in Judah. But from you will come the one who will rule Israel for me. He comes from very old times, from days long ago. The Lord will leave his people in Babylon until Jerusalem, who is in labor, gives birth to her child. Then his brothers who are in captivity will return. They will come back to the people of Israel living in Judah. Then the ruler of Israel will stand and take care of his people. He will lead them with the Lord's power. He will lead them in the wonderful name of the Lord his God. They will live in safety and his greatness will be known all over the earth. He will bring peace. Thank you so much for praying the Yadkin Examine with us today. Only two more weeks left in this year uh, for the Yadkin Examine and for just the year in general. Uh, next week, we will have a normal Yadkin Examine on the Christmas Monday morning. We will have uh, the Examine then as well, and some of the questions will look a little bit similar to today since we're drawing from a Christmas uh, love feast service and cantata for today's service. But uh, we're going to close out the year strong and come back uh, January 2nd, continuing on with the exam. And in January, we're going to be focusing on kind of what does discipleship mean, uh, and we're going to start off with a covenant service in the Wesleyan tradition, a service that John Wesley adopted for the people called Methodists. So hope you'll join us in that. And some of our exam on the 2nd might just be taken up with a lot of uh, content from uh, the Covenant service, because it is a powerful and really, really strong service that melds well with what we're doing uh, here in the Yadkin Examine. I'd encourage you to join with us uh, for the next couple weeks in worship and over at the Yadkin Lectio and here on the Yadkin Examine. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always reach me at pastor at yadkinvilleumc.org. And until we pray together again, God bless.